Hey, welcome to my basement, everybody. I've got a great friend in the basement with me today. It's Jose Don Fubar Sanchez. We had such a great time on last week's show, and I thought about this consequential week for video games, and I had to reach out to Fubes and say, would you come back on and let's talk about all the things that happened this week. But yeah. Fubes, how you doing, buddy? How's your, how's your week been? I'm doing all right, man. I've been doing a lot of uh, skill and boning. I guess I don't um, know if that's what you would call it. Uh, you can uh, you can say that, sure. Dive, diving into hell, you know, just uh, getting back to games. It's been a, it's been a hot second since I've actually had some time to dive back into games. So it's yeah. been fun to like dive back into games. I was going to stream, and then I was like, ah, for skull and bones, I feel like I want to take my time, sail the seas. Again. Yeah, have you played that? You've played that before, right? Skull and bones. Yeah. No. You've never played it, so you're just experiencing it for the first time. How do you feel sort of getting onto the water and, and um, cruising you know, around like as a pirate? The, uh, you know the Pirates of the Caribbean song, like a Pirate's Life for me? I don't, know pirates, I, don't, I don't know if a Pirate's Life is for me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's about the friendships, I think, with that game. It's like you really need to kind of party up and, and have a good time with other people. It, yeah. What I do like about every experience I've had with Sea of Thieves, because no, I haven't always bones, been able to... Not Sea of Thieves. That's oh, why Skull I have Bones. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Jeez. The uh, new thing. They were playing. Yeah. Yes. The which thing I haven't playing, played. Vic. Yes. I <laughs> I haven't even touched that game because of all yeah. the stuff. Remember I've been when playing you reached Final out and was like, Foobs, do you want to play some Skull and Bones? And I said, Yeah, Vic, I want to do that. <laughs> that's what I've been doing. <laughs> oh man, I'm so sorry. Yes. Well, that's I think the common problem with Skull and Bones is that everybody's gonna call it Sea of Thieves. <laughs> well, because they were kind of announced at the same time and then Skull and I, Bones disappeared. And then I was like, yeah. I don't know if it's ever coming out. It's like I, the I mean, that, Beyond Good and Evil 2. That mistake know? I just made is is it says it's it all, exactly doesn't the it? Problem. That's it the problem. It says it all. Yeah. No, Skull I haven't bones. touched C Skull and Bones because I'm playing Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. It's huge. And I played uh uh Mario versus Donkey Kong, and I've been playing Helldivers. So Skull and Bones is fun, but it could be more fun, is what you're saying. You'll see. I'll see. We'll, gotcha. We'll review it. We'll review yes. it. We'll talk yeah, we are gonna review it. So I haven't touched it yet. So spoilers, I don't know anything about it. So I can't wait to play it. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, but right now I'm 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 with uh my posse. I'm with Cloud and Barrett and Tifa and and Aerith and having a great time with Rebirth. But talk to me about your experience with Helldivers 2, because I have played that. That was that's been another game that I've been playing. I can't um, believe how busy it is right now. Hey, like it's hey. so stupid. I mean, it's a terrible problem to have. Also, yeah. sort of a good problem to have. Um, oh, it's a great the, problem. It just feels first... like the carryover from 2023. It's like it's not. It's never ending. Like this barrage of experiences. That's why we're also talking about all these new uh, announcements this week as well. But Hell, yeah. Helldivers Two, what'd you think? Yeah. Uh, well, it took me a few days to be able to play it, just because oh, I, couldn't right. get, yeah. I couldn't get on. The servers were busted. The servers yeah. were packed. Four or five hundred thousand people trying to play this game all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, the little bit I played it for about an hour and a half, two hours. Okay. Uh, I, luckily, I I randomly posseed up with some random guy who was just a level ten, and I was like, "Bro, you know what to do. I'm just yeah. gonna go around and shoot these bugs, Starship Trooper style, and just <laughs> Johnny Rico these fools. You the, go ahead uh, and you you open up all the doors and do all the things that you know we're supposed to be doing. Me, I'm just like, I don't know. The community is amazing in this game. 
like the yeah. the way that people kind of share their knowledge and have some patience. I I did get booted by some higher level people the other day. They had enough of me stumbling into into alien eggs and shit and shooting at the wrong thing, and then we're getting swarmed. And then we got back to the ship, and then they went boom, and they they kicked me out. You have been it's like I totally understood. From I totally server. understood. But I freaking I love the goddamn game. It's so good, yeah. and I didn't it's, expect it at all. I started streaming it last week, and I'm like, oh my god, this game is a blast. Yeah, it's it just so goes to show you fun. that like it's not the most over polished thing, but it just it no. play, it's fun to play when you get in with a good. It's the same thing with kind of like. Uh, Skull and Bones. Like if you get in with a good crew, you can have a yeah. lot more fun or a crew right. that will sort of take you under their wing or sail, whatever it is. It's um, very hard to play Helldivers 2 alone. Yes. It's, it yes. Is I was so trying to do it and I was like, I, you know, the first game I jumped in, I was like, um, there's a little cone thing. I was like, I, I don't know where I'm supposed to be going. I got a thing. And then they, like, they come and they're <laughs> relentless. And I, you know what I, I'm, I'm really appreciative of with uh, Helldivers 2 is the AI on the bugs is so realistic and so rewarding. Like you'll see those little ones that are just eating or scurrying around and then they see you and their, their yeah. ears flap up like that. And they just look at you and then they, they call their buds and they start. It's like so freaking terrifying. Yeah. And the Dead. sense of humor with that game, too. Like they yeah. they just nailed it. There's a reason why it's escalating in popularity. And they, but they announced that they've got more servers. So hopefully this weekend. It's going to be easier to log on, but I'm glad you've been playing it. Uh, yeah. We, you and Bear and I, have to party up and and start team. playing this together. Yeah, I just gotta I gotta finish uh, Rebirth, which I don't want to rush through. I'm I'm loving it, but I there's so, so many other games. I mean, two seconds ago I was playing Tekken Eight, and I can't I can't yeah. believe the the onslaught of these experiences. These are like it's magnificent. Like the old Huge games, yes. Yeah, it's it's like that when whenever you go to events and they'd be like, the game's coming out in February, March, February, yeah. March, game's coming out. You're like, okay, yeah. and then it's now it's February, and like, oh, oh, all the games are coming out again. Yeah, we're, and we're I don't, I don't know if we're gonna have a March like we've had a January and February, but um, so I far, it, I need the time to catch up. We, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and Hell Divers is perpetual. Skull and Bones is perpetual. I think Suicide Squad is kind of done, which is so sad. I feel like they it's out and, and like they need some kind of huge announcement to get anybody to go back to it. Yeah. Um yeah, I deleted it cuz I I can't see wanting to go I I beat the game. I I don't I just don't see why I would want to go play it again right now with all these other things. Had to make room on the on the uh PS5. Yeah. Um but this has been a week of consequential announcements. And last week we met and we talked about the the business um, po podcast Xbox that they put business, together. Yeah, the, the business talk. Yeah, business unit decisions. Yeah, biz talk. And uh, they didn't allude to what games were coming to the other consoles, although we all knew what yeah, they yeah. were, you know, yes. and everybody did. It was a, a easy to call. And then, of course, this week, all of those games were announced in a pretty inauspicious way you know they're yeah. just sort of shuffled into the nintendo partner showcase and then i think it was just like tweets and blog posts from playstation and maybe trailers popped up on youtube but there was no big uh, like xbox event to say that we're bringing some of our good games to other machines but yeah. um we know what they are now it's going to be pentiment which is coming to the switch and the playstation 4 and 5 hi-fi rush which is coming to the ps5 uh, Grounded, which is on Switch and, and uh, PlayStation 4 and 5, by the way, and Sea of Thieves, which I think is a big one, April 30th. It's not Skull is gonna, and Bones. It's not Skull and Bones. <laughs> uh, it's so confusing. 
it's those three le- it's those three <laughs> word names as well too yeah. right like people are going to be buying skull and bones thinking they're buying sea of thieves you're, you're like wait this gonna... isn't what i signed up for <laughs> you know that's going to be happening they're going to be in the playstation store and they're going to go boop got the pirate game no dude we wanted you to get sea of thieves dude and I, you know that's going to happen oh my oopsies so sea of thieves is coming that's huge um a little bit of scuttlebutt on the internet is of course people have data mined um hi-fi i'm sure they're data mining all of the stuff around these games but hi-fi rush might be a switch 2 game because Mm -hmm. apparently it's it's a little bit more robust than the switch one can handle or maybe we'll get it on the switch one later or something like that uh, there's going to be physical releases with some of these games as well. I think Limited Run has partnered with Xbox, which is pretty good. Limited rad. Run, keeping physical alive. I think that's great. And, you know, I think that is going to create some really interesting partnerships for retailers and for companies like Limited Run as we move more and more into this digital space. But what do you think about these games coming to the other, other platforms? Does it piss I you mean- off? No, it doesn't piss me off. I mean, the more eyeballs you can get on your games, the better for the industry. I mean, that's the Mm -hmm. whole point. Like, especially I feel like I feel like Sea of Thieves is well known enough, but I feel like Grounded needs to get a little bit more love. Um, Grounded's amazing. Such a cool game. Just one of those things I feel like it went under the radar for a lot of Xbox players. And so, yeah, again, opportunity to to get more eyeballs on your game is always a good thing. Um, Again, it goes back to the thing we talked about last week. Like, are these going to be the games that excite people about xbox games making the transfer are they going to make enough you know who hullabaloo on yeah. the other consoles to where xbox wants to feasibly consider doing this more often you know like you, you know what as you're talking about grounded i'm thinking that it's one of those games again where if you party up it's way more fun like yeah. it's i i, it's I, I got too. really yeah, I got really deep into both of those games but i was kind of solo and i would partner up with different people because i'm on this weird reviewing schedule right yeah but i'm feeling we we really need to come up with some kind of an epn co-op night because every time we've done an ep gathering whether it was that ghostbusters game or uh, it's always uh, it's always more fun to play with with people especially people you know yeah you know what i'm saying that are like yes it's just yeah because you can party up with anyone but it's like okay we're doing good me and random person but when yeah. it's a group of your friends, it's it makes the game more fun because the banter is better and your communicating is a little bit more fun. It, it always makes the it's like when you're playing in 64, four players together in the same room. You totally. Know what I mean? It's yeah. like, sure, I can play all these N64 games on my Switch online. It's not the same. I, I just we just have to buckle down on a night and just do it. And and it would just be great to just catch up with you guys. Maybe we'll stream some of them, but I think it would be really fun to just play and chat and get caught up and we're all you know doing lots of things and we're all busy with lots of things but these games are so entrenched as a co-op experience and they sh- they are worth that that visit and that revisit and going back to them i remember, remember alien fire team that was a blast playing with you guys yeah i mean and, i haven't also, since. i know and yeah exo primal and we streamed that whole thing and that actually worked where we had everybody's window and everybody's different uh viewpoint on the game yeah. Uh, taxed my PC, but it actually worked. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, we definitely need to do that. I guess what we have to do is kind of plot out the types of games that we would play and and uh, let's do it. Maybe it's every couple of weeks or something like that. But yep, I'm excited that mm-hmm. Grounded is going to be played by more people because it deserves it. It was kind of, it's not, it's a double A game. 
You yeah. know, it's not a triple A like wow thing, but it's way better than you maybe think it is at first yeah. blush. It's really cool. Lots of great mechanics in it. That whole idea of being shrunk down and the ants are huge and it's terrifying as well. It's which is funny. I shrunk the kids. Yeah, honey, it is the honey. I shrunk the kids game. We never got. Absolutely. Yeah. With uh, yeah, really cool tech and hi-fi rush as well. Just a joyous experience. You know, I I, uh, I had a blast playing that game. I thought it was really, really well made and so different from Tango. So I'm happy that more people are going to see that. And I think it's going to have that that full on really cool treatment from limited run. I, I think there's probably an, uh, an LP and all kinds of cool stuff, uh, which is pretty rad. Um, so Xbox is in the in the multi console game. I think that these aren't the games that really tip the, you know, it's these aren't the yeah. watershed moments yeah. here. They're all going to do okay. But when Call of Duty numbers come back for the shareholders yeah. at, at Microsoft that, that are invested into the company like and, they, and curious. Some Helldivers numbers. You know what I'm saying? They need that game that's like unexpected, but it's just going to blast off into space. Like there's yes. 400,000 people playing Grounded right now at this very moment. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, and then... Press the button on everything, <laughs> yeah. you know, and honestly, I, I don't. I know it's weird to think about it, but I think Halo's coming to PlayStation, you know, like I th I think it will. I think that but there is will it be a too point. late. I feel like well, Halo it, Infinite did well, but did it do the numbers like they wanted it to? You know what I mean? Like when yeah. Halo 2 and Halo 3 came out, the buzz behind that was insanity. Like it was just people were, oh, I need more. And then we got reach yeah. and people like, ah. I, mean, I don't know if that property has the cachet that it had before. It's not really about that. I think it's just a perception thing. And I think that Microsoft is going to be a uh, a services game company like they are a services PC company. You know, yeah. they want to be on every machine and they are. I mean, they, they, they even on on uh, Macs, people have dual boot to Windows on their on their Macs so they can play PC games. And that's a yeah. pretty common thing out there. Or, or work with PC software. So I, I think we're going to see that. Um, it might take a little bit of time, but I think it's going to be this unequivocal um, data point for people when they see how much money these games are going to bring in on other machines, especially the PlayStation. I mean, it's it's uh, it's got a huge install base. It's continuing to grow. And honestly, it helps out everybody because if Xbox stuff is on PlayStation then um, they're going to sell more PlayStations because people are going to go, oh, I can play all these Xbox games on this thing now. And if people buy more PlayStations and they see that the Xbox stuff is available on Game Pass on, on Xbox, they're going to go, oh, well, maybe I should invest in Game Pass. You know, there's going to be a, yeah. a contingent that does that. And then there's going to be, a, 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 you know, tons of money coming in to Xbox as the biggest game publisher on earth with all of these different developers. And they're going to say, well, these investments are converting and we're making our money back and some. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep throwing money and building, you know, new properties and new studios and finding new ways to reach people. So I think it's it's wins all around. And the I think the question becomes when Helldivers 2 is on Xbox, you know, yeah. which... It seems like that should happen. Yeah. I mean, Don't you think you would, you would think that they give and take guys, let's share. But then when yeah. does it get to, when does it get to the point where like, well, this stuff's just coming out on PlayStation. I don't need an Xbox. I could just wait. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are, are like that. I mean, I think it's going to be there like, already is. Uh, yeah. And there, but I think the, 
the brand loyalty thing um, is going to be more about like a television set or a computer brand, you know, yeah. than necessary or the spec choice, you know, like I like the specs better on this gaming thing than this yeah. gaming thing. Then it is going to be I about like the way the, the Xbox looks on my desk compared to this giant PlayStation. Totally. Five. Which is which are all valid. I mean, those are all drivers to consumer choice and have been all the way along. You know, it, it the video game industry has just been really good at creating uh, clubs, you know, and, and creating this animosity to fuel marketing. And uh, it's a competitive business, you know, like every business. But it's about it, it's not only a competitive industry, but it's about uh, selling com competition. <laughs> yeah. You know, the games are competitive themselves and it's always been like that and i think that that sort of you're playing that on the you're playing that on the genesis it's better on super yeah. nintendo it's totally better, better. yeah yeah fidelity so, and yeah. sound is better i i think it's um that's huge news consequential news it's the beginning of of the the floodgates being open i think uh, from xbox and friendships yeah you know uh, i hope so well, we've got another huge thing that that was announced this week, and I think it's equally consequential, and that's the PlayStation VR 2. In a blog post, Sony announced that new games are coming to PSVR 2. Um, uh, uh, consequentially, not any big first-party PlayStation games, which is kind of crazy at this point. Like, where's a Spider-Man or Last of Us or, you know, Uncharted VR experience, you know, or a God of War VR experience? That would be crazy, right? It'd be incredible. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, don't, well, bother, not... don't bother me. I'm playing God of War in VR. <laughs> oh! you, get, you get Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in the headset. You do that. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not happening. Um, I wish we were announcing that, but we are announcing something. Well, we're not announcing it. We're, we're uh, we relaying we... the news. We are <laughs> announcing it. But the PSVR 2, which when I reviewed it, Last year, for the first time, this is the, one of the things that I said is that it should be PC compatible. Well, in 2024, it will be. So you're going to be able to connect it to your PC. And what do you think about that, my friend? Good move on Sony's part? Um, I wish they would have did that with the PSVR 1 because I don't have the PSVR 2. Uh, mm -hmm. I, again, like an obvious choice. Like you have PlayStation moving some of their bigger titles to the PC. It's only fitting that we take VR, which blew up on the PC itself into the yeah. PC realm as well. Uh, will I only be able to utilize my PS VR two library on my PC or will I be able to play all of the PC VR? They won't lock it down. You know that, would be, like, that would be, that dumb. would be, that would be terrible. It's kind, of, it's kind of like what they did with PSVR 1. Like all that stuff I can only play on the PSVR 1. I can't even play it on my PSVR 2. Lame, like great. I, I know. Well, it, what they that was kind of a development choice more than, you know, the developers just deciding they had moved on to other things. They could have invested or Sony could have kicked them money to invest in it's porting. Just, it's, it's Sony just lacking on their backwards compatibility once again. It's literally. Well, uh, I agree. But I think there was something technologically that was very different with the PSVR 2 and its control interface and everything. So it wasn't just a, VR. It's like VR, right? How, how? Uh, yeah, and there were games that were were brought over. Yes, it, very confusing. You know, like uh, Iron Man and Star Wars Squadrons, which would have been two great improved and enhanced PSVR 2 launch titles, should have been there. You can't even play those games on PSVR 2. Well... Mm -hmm. Now you'll be able to play Squadrons at least. I don't know if they ever made an Iron Man for PC, but that's one of the best VR games, by the way. It's excellent on Oculus Quest. 
and it's excellent on PSVR 1, although on the Quest, you don't get tangled up in the wire. <laughs> and PSVR 2, you're still going to have to contend with that cable, but you're going to yeah. get unbelievable fidelity. And to be able to play games like Half-Life Alex on the PSVR 2 is going to be amazing. It's got that beautiful F, you know, field of view and the eye tracking and everything. I don't know if they're going to take advantage of all that technology with the PC software, but it's there if developers want to access it, which would be great. I think, honestly, though, the most compelling thing about PSVR 2, the controllers are excellent, but the fit and the comfort of the headset is really remarkable. It's very light on your head, doesn't really put a lot of pressure on your face or anything like we're seeing out of the Apple Vision Pro or even to some extent the Quest uh, experiences. Yeah. Um, they've got that halo kind of fit. You can, you can, uh, aftermarket fix the quest line though. You can buy better straps and headsets and stuff to make them more comfortable to make them kind of like the PSVR two, but out of the box, you get pretty fantastic hardware with the PlayStation VR two and half-life Alex is still, I think the best VR game that's ever been made. Star Wars squadrons on PC is something else. And, you know, to sit down and be able to play that in your PSVR two headset with maybe a flight sticker or something is going to be insane. Use that same tech to play Microsoft Flight Simulator. You're going to have a great time with that. Uh, yeah. There's games like Lone Echo. It's not as big as I would hope, though. That's the thing. There's a lot of VR stuff, and I'm sure you've noticed this, which is kind of like the Wii days, you know, where there was a lot of experimentation <laughs> with the motion controls and people it's, having creative ideas, but maybe they're not full-fleshed. Out, you know, like Squadrons yeah. is amazing. Did you play Squadrons ever in VR? No. Oh my God, man, that is. Yeah. I I totally recommend that. Yeah, that and and that's a back. game. I got my PS4 hooked up with my uh, my PlayStation VR one right there. So you should do it. Yeah, because it's a PS4 game. You should totally yeah. do it. And and I'll, uh, that's how I played through the game was in on the PlayStation Four through PSVR because I had it on the, the Oculus Rift. It hooked up and it was it was problematic. Like it just it wasn't working for me. But yeah. the PSVR one on PS4 was seamless, even if it was a little grainy. It's amazing. Like it really is. So to I think to have that super clean fidelity on the PSVR two, that's really really cool and a great value add. Now that's assuming that everybody that's got a PS5 has got a, a VR kit that can handle these games. Yeah. But uh, that's a great value add. And it's in much the same way. That's what makes the Quest 3 irrefutable. Like it's a, such a great value at 500 bucks US. And you can link it up Not to your $3, PC. $3,000? I can just play it like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, I, I can't wait to check out the Apple Vision Pro. Like, I really want to try it. But uh, it is amazing watching the reviews talking about how heavy it is and yeah. and that there's not a lot of apps. And But I don't know. Like, uh, it, do, it definitely looks like first-gen technology from Apple. But it also yeah. looks like the coolest like, headset I, technology we've ever seen, too. I, I wish they would have just, like... I feel like it's an Apple Vision. Yeah. It's not pro yet. Call mm -hmm. it pro right off the gate. Rough, man. That's like, that's like we're getting the, the pro vert. This is it. So like, are they going to come down? Are they going to come out with a dumbed down version of it later? That's going to be cheaper and more manageable for people that only want to spend like $1,000 or $1,500. That doesn't have I like. I think their, so. Right? Because it's the pro. So. This is the pro. You, yeah. don't, you can't go pro plus. It's not going to be Apple super, a uh, semi-pro. They're going to be a. Uh, I like think they're going to they're going to because it's it is a pro in the pro category and they do want to appeal to the consumer stuff. The software has to come first. So yeah. that's kind of what the device is, the pro, right? It's and you know what? It 
it is a very hard sell to justify that price. But all of this talk, all of this discussion that Apple, just by entering the space, right? Like Quest was really out there alone in terms of yeah. hitting as many people as it has been hitting. And it's still, it it's cool that the Vision Pro kind of pushes people to the Quest 3 and, and people are buying that now thinking, oh, I've got the much better value. But it's yeah. also cool that people are trying the Quest 3 and then looking at what the Vision Pro is offering and thinking about where this can all go, you know? And I I, so I think the category is getting more interesting, even if, you know, the products aren't quite there yet. But we're getting some really cool stuff. I, I am the one thing that I definitely think about, though, is the, um, uh, you know, putting the headset on and just being apart from everybody, you know? And being the only one in an office space with a headset on, or you're just yeah. in, like in my case, in my basement by myself with my headset on. I feel separated from my family, just playing Final Fantasy on my PlayStation <laughs> 5 for hours and hours, let alone having a headset on for, by myself down here by myself, you know, you know, for hours. Should waves, and then all of you guys space. in the family get one. And then you're all just like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know if that's Apple's vision. Is that what they want? That's is that the Apple the... Vision Pro. That's Do they want know? us all to have these things on all the time? I mean, why, <laughs> why, why else? Like, you look at your Ready Player Ones, man. This is like yeah. I want. I want. That's what it's going to be. You're going to be like on your little omnidirectional pad, running around just, your world, just in, and just in time for all of us to just create our own entertainment in AI. Yeah. You know, I mean, just, there it is. Just we'll, we'll build our own movies, our own 3D movies in AI, and then we'll just watch them. And right? then like, and, oh, and your, our does, own AI games. Is the furniture in your house terrible? Throw on your headset and decorate your house. <laughs> cool. I want this couch. Like, my house looks like trash now, but when I put the headset on, it's clean. Yeah. Uh, everything's fine. Dishes are done, man. Like, I don't have anything. Oh, yeah. Work. I mean, it's so easy to think of uh, these tangible, well, not intangible, but this facade of cool things. I imagine like these action figures that I have back here, you, you wear a cool Vision Pro headset and they're moving. And, and they're they having start fighting. Little, yeah, yeah, they have little scenes behind me. <laughs> like you have Batman next to your Joker figure and they just start beating the shit out of each other. You're like, what? <laughs> guys, guys, I'm trying to work. Guys, I'm, trying to, I'm doing a video. I'm doing a video. Stop fighting. That would be huge. All right, well, Hi-Fi Rush coming to the PlayStation 5, but people dug into the uh, the data and they saw that it's not coming to the Switch, but it might be coming to the Switch 2. And the other kind of big sort of scuttlebutt this week is that the Switch 2 has been delayed to 2025. One of the explanations that I've heard about that is that Nintendo is readying a game and conceivably it could be a new Mario 3D experience attached to the game because Nintendo rarely releases one of these things until the game is ready. And Nintendo also takes its time with its games, yeah, as we do. know. And, this, and um, their consoles. People have been asking for the Switch 2 for the last five years. Yeah. Like yeah. Do you the think Switch it's been a out bad... for two years, guys. We yeah. should get the Switch 2 on deck. <laughs> We've been well, talking, you know, talking Switch... about this in 2020. You're like, guys, it's almost time for that Switch 2. I know. I know. Well, the Switch launched and it was... Uh, Right out of the gate, it was less powerful than the other stuff that was out there. But man, it's proven itself. It's my favorite machine. It's an incredible Nintendo console. It does, man. But Nintendo yeah. knows what the hell they're doing. That's why we're going back to the conversation we had about all the layoffs from all these other companies that are putting so much money. You never hear right. about Nintendo laid off a quarter of their staff because they're no. taking their sweet ass time making their next Metroid game. You're like, no, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're good. They're like, guys, yeah. we'll do what we need to do. We'll get it so done. 
you don't think it's a mistake you're you're not concerned about this thing no because i feel like i've been waiting for it for so long when they release it it's gonna be like yeah there it is and it's gonna be like guys it's in 4k (laughs) yeah finally yeah they've done it and we're gonna be moving on to playstation 6 and the xbox next yeah two it's gonna be in 8k and they're gonna be like shit no (laughs) i don't i don't think we're gonna be getting 8k games for a while i don't i'm not saying we're gonna get the games in 8k but the systems need to be able to if you're gonna if we're gonna move up from 4k what, what are you gonna do just give us another 4k console like that's what these things do already it's got to be compatible and ready for it. Just the uh, it's not. It's not I I yet. think we need to get to 120 frames per second, kind of locked with 4K with ray tracing on. There's no more fidelity and performance mode. That might be what the PS5 Pro is, and there's yeah. a lot of speculation that we're getting that this year, which seems a bit crazy in the face of the news that the PlayStation 5 is not below its sales expectations and yeah. for Sony to, to come out with another console, knowing that it's just going to carve up the marketplace. People are going to decide which way they're going to go. And most of the adopters on the PS5 Pro are going to be PlayStation 5 One owners already. Uh, so they'll maybe offload their PS5s PlayStation or whatever. 5.1. 5.1. I don't I don't think we really need a PS5 Pro, although I am excited it's about it's pretty pro. It's pretty pro. The PS5 is pretty rad and and they're you know, we haven't had to open the floodgates on the software that takes full advantage of it yet. We've yeah. got lots of games now for it, but and- it isn't like that P- it isn't like the end stages of the PS4 or the end stages yeah. of uh, PS3, you know? And and I think too, like you have to cater towards the the streaming community. Like you can't even stream like Again, going back to when I first got my Xbox Series X and my PlayStation 5, like I didn't even look at the games in the highest of graphical fidelity because I was streaming every game I played and I couldn't have the experience of doing that because I, you can't stream on Twitch unless it's in a certain fidelity. Right, right, you can't, right, you right, can't, right. Yeah. So I was like, wow, when I turned on you know, Spider-Man on my PS5 in the highest ground on the big tv when i wasn't streaming i was like this is what this game is supposed to look like <laughs> holy shit like, that was my ps5 pro experience like yeah your ps4 like, pro experience yeah yeah my, no, my ps5 pro like i was just playing uh, it with just the, it's got all this uh, equipment and that's available to play these games in this beautiful rendition of this game yeah and i've just been playing it in you know 1080p and whatever because like if i'm streaming it you can only stream in certain settings yeah does your TV go up to 120 hertz? Do you have one of those variable no. frame rate ones? I don't. Yeah, I, don't I, need, I, I don't need to spend the money because I'm playing. I'm playing my games on this screen. I'm watching you on. Yeah, yeah. I, and, I, can you stream at 120 and 120 frames per second on Twitch yet? I don't think you can. I don't think you that's can. a very good point, Foobs. I think you know a lot saying? of people. Yeah, a lot of people are playing their games at the not even highest quality. Yes, for <laughs> Twitch and. The other inverse on that is a lot of people are going to start streaming their games and that whole way of thinking, like, I need to have this high-end hardware to see this stuff at its best fidelity might start to shift away uh, as well. I don't know if there will ever be streaming at 120 frames per second. I think people are, like, in terms of streaming in a game. Yeah. But you got to think very smart people are trying to bend the laws of physics to try to make that happen right now. But the PS5 Pro, I think, is going to be a little tougher sell than the PS4 Pro was. I think this year is too soon for a PS5 Pro. 
I think I know, next I skipped, year maybe. I skipped the PS4 Pro. You did, eh? Yeah. 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 I was like, well, I, the PS5 I, is going to be coming. Like, I'm not going to buy another yeah. PlayStation that's a little bit more powerful. You know what? I I bought one. I bought one because I'm, you know, I'm covering all this stuff. So I bought one and, and uh, I wanted to just kind of see. And I did notice the improvements, but it it was a bit of a tougher sell. But then I bought another one when they made the Spider-Man one. I didn't need it, but they made this beautiful red Spider-Man one. I went, yep, I've got that. So it's sitting over there and now I you love can it. Just and get then, a faceplate for your PlayStation 5. I bought the PS5 Spider-Man one. I did that. And I gave my my other one to Ruby. And so she's the luckiest 12-year-old in, in the world with a, <laughs> a PS5 that she, she's playing on. Um yeah, but I think it'll be kind of nuts if we get a PS5 Pro before we get a Nintendo Switch 2, and that might be exactly what happens. I, like you, am not concerned if the Switch 2 comes out next year, though, and yeah. one of the things that I'm thinking is that we're going to get Metroid Prime 4 this fall, and it will be um, an, an enhanced version on Nintendo Switch 2. Yeah. Actually, would it make sense for them to do that? I don't think they'll Probably release not. it early. I don't think they would. Yeah. I think they'd wait. They'll release then, it for both when, at the same time. When it time. launches, it's going to be yeah. like, you get a new Mario, you get Metro. It's going to be like, what yeah. are they delivering on this launch day? Because when the yeah. first Switch came out, we had Zelda. That was yeah. all I played. It was like, there's other on stuff. On the Wii U, though, as well. So yeah, I think sure. they're going to do exactly the same thing. I think Metro Prime 4 will be a Nintendo Switch game because that's what they announced it for. And it will also be a, a Nintendo Switch 2 launch game, and it's going to look beautiful. It's going to look staggering on that machine. I think it might, it'll might it be a 4K system when you plug it in, and it will be a 1080p system. And the rumors are that it's an 8-inch LCD screen, which is a step back. And I hope that there is an OLED version at launch. Switch Maybe 2 Pro. Well, maybe it's a hundred bucks more, but it's hard for Nintendo to like pull that OLED away from people if they've already made that leap, you know? Yeah. Uh, but they can. I mean, Nintendo does all that stuff. We're all going to be fired up for whatever they've got to release. <laughs> Different world that they're entering in now, though, than with Nintendo Switch 2. Like it was such an influential machine. Steam Deck 2 will probably have at least specs out there or speculation. There's rumors that the ROG Ally 2 is the announcement of that is imminent. Like we're going to get one soon, like this probably summer, this probably. Week. <laughs> Maybe. This week. That's the way that's the way this <laughs> this year has been going so far. And then there's all these other ones. We've got the MSI Claw that's coming out and the Lenovo uh, Legion. And, and there's like so many handheld powerful little machines out there and not to mention all the ones that uh the, you know the sort of smaller companies are releasing it feels like every week we're getting new ones um so it's a totally different marketplace than and uh, than switch one was but also pc now has all the xbox and almost all the playstation games and because of hell divers 2 being so successful guess what i think playstation <laughs> is going to go every game we make now will also launch on the pc at the same time I, why wouldn't they, right? I mean, it's all computers, right? They're all computers. At the end, at the end of the day, they're all yeah. computers. You can well, make and, them play whenever you want, guys. Come on, just make it work. Make uh, it totally. Work. They're all. Com I mean, they're, that's what they're doing. But they're they're all computers. But they're also um, just buckets of money that are, that is sitting there on the table. Like Helldivers Two might end up being the most profitable thing Game that of the PlayStation year. makes this year, right? Game Which, of the year. But will we remember it? by the summertime 
I don't know. Does it have the legs? Like, is it going to be those things? Because a lot of the times when you get to the end of the year awards, people forget about what happened early on in the year. You know what I mean? We're still talking about destiny, bro. You know, I mean, destiny is like, that's destiny, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that is PC, Xbox, PlayStation. That's already there. Yeah, this is this is one of those things like, is this just the like it's hitting right now? Are we still is there still going to be 400,000 people on the servers in a month, two months? I don't know. I don't know. Literally, I don't know. That's the on. challenge with live service. Yeah, that's the challenge. And and yeah, by the nature of that, by the nature of this perpetual, persistent kind of game design, um, you kind of take it for granted a little bit. And I think it's these these um, story based adventures that we go on that are limited in in their scope and their time commitment that they ask of you um, that it, it have that emotional impact that stays with you and you think about it you know yeah and and they they stay in your brain and you reflect on them but these perpetual games they're sitting right there because you can just go to them anytime and jump right in you know and they're also designed to onboard you no matter how you approach them, if you have a huge gap, but you know you haven't played it for a long time, but you jump back in, it's still there. If you play it every day, it's there for you. Yeah. If you are brand new to them, you're still in. That's a good, thing. Fun, That's a good thing about jumping into Destiny Two now. Like, yeah, yeah. your character's gonna be weak, but there's gonna be so much more awesome stuff out there for you to pick up right now. Totally. Yeah. So totally. why am I grinding so early on when the game is launched? I can just wait until later on, and then I'm getting all this great stuff very fast, very quickly. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Destiny's a juggernaut. They, uh, you know, I, I think some wind in the sails has gone out, you know, all the layoffs at Bungie. And, and, uh, I think the last, I haven't played the last DLC, but I don't think it hit with the way that they were expecting. They've got that next one, the final shape that's coming out, I think this summer. Um, and mm-hmm. I feel like the, the percolation is there. The, 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 the idea of what's next is starting to kind of happen within Bungie and maybe it's a destiny three after the final shape or they go somewhere else i would love for uh, a kumbaya moment i know this is insane but i would love a kumbaya moment between xbox and playstation and um they partner up the halo universe with the destiny universe and so they blend it all in and let Bungie just go to town with that i think that would be right they do exactly what you're doing right there. For those that are listening, <laughs> Boobs' head is exploding over and over again, <laughs> which is awesome. All right. Well, since we're going to be waiting for Nintendo Switch 2 for a while, Nintendo's got a lot of stuff that they have to fill their calendar with, and it looks like there's some big stuff. Well, relatively large. There, they, It isn't, uh, as we were discussing just before we started to roll on this, it isn't like the, uh, it's not Super Mario Wonder large or Tears of yeah. the Kingdom large. But there are some games that uh, Nintendo announced at its partner showcase this week. I picked out a bunch that I dig. Um, was there one that that caught your eye the most, Foobs, out of the stuff that we saw? Um, I mean, there wasn't anything that was like a you know uppercut to the jaw. You know, like it's yeah. cool to see Ender Lily's sequel. Like I was yeah. high on that game when it first came out. You're the um, one that told me about it. Uh, you know, and I was yep. like, rightfully so. Now we're getting a sequel. The new one's called Ender Magnolia, yes. and it comes out later this year. It does look beautiful. We've had the lilies. Now we get the magnolias, keeping it in the flower fan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the rare stuff coming to the classics, the N64 stuff. And I mean, like, but we were talking about it again. Like, just give me that rare replay or rare replay too. 
yeah on the swim like hey that would be yeah. pretty damn cool to see i i tweeted that and somebody um i should have called up the tweet and somebody replied that the xbox 360 software running on the switch would take some work uh but i think it could be done and yeah. the thing yeah, i think you're absolutely correct I, I love that they're a part of the Nintendo Switch Online experience. I, I advocate for that big time. I think that if you get that subscription, you are in for a ton of value. And I love that you can, you know, search through all of these different channels, basically these these retro console channels, and you have all of the software there. I love that Blast Core you can play on your Switch now. I, that, that's such a weird, obscure, fantastic, rare game for N64. That was a hitter. And, and Jet, a hitter. Jet, that was a great game, and Jet Grind uh, or um, Jet, Force uh, Jet, Jet Force Gemini is on there as well. What's missing, you know, Conquer's Bad Fur Day for sure, but we're missing Diddy Kong Racing, a juggernaut, I mean, and that's not in Rare Replay. That's that was the best racing game for my money on the. Could N60. you imagine if they released Diddy Kong Racing on the Xbox 360? Well, that's what they should do. You know, that's well, not on the Xbox on the Xbox <laughs> Series X. You mean, yeah, yeah on the seriously. new Xbox. Yeah, Nintendo and Xbox should they're they're working together. That's exactly what they should do. They should GoldenEye it. You know, uh, GoldenEye isn't in re Rare Replay either, and it didn't weren't run great on Nintendo Switch. So yeah. I'm I'm thinking that a a Rare Replay enhanced for Switch with all of the stuff that was on the Xbox, but they also throw in Diddy Kong yeah, and they, they throw could, in Donkey Kong. They could Kong just add some exclusive Nintendo stuff to the Rare Replay Switch version, you know, like they did with yes. the Minecraft Mario stuff. Yes. Like, come yep. on, guys, let's let's this is and then this is... and then they throw it on Xbox, and it's not on Game Pass. You have to buy it as DLC for the, the existing Rare Replay, Rare Replay customers yeah. and the Game Pass subscribers. And Nintendo gets the money, and then everybody's happy, and and Rare is celebrated fully. Um, I know it's as nuts to be. think of. Donkey Where's my Viva Pinata, guys? Where's my Viva Pinata? Well, v Viva Pinata is on. It's Where? on uh, Rare Replay. Yeah, yeah. So, I know. Rare but I want the sequel. I'm about a new one. I want a new one. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm ready for some new Viva Pinata. Yeah, a new one. Yes, a VR Vin VR Pinata. <laughs> where it's all well, they're working on. Uh, what the hell is their Rare game? I forget the name of it. The uh, the the. It's it looked a little like fairies. Perfect Dark. <laughs> no they they, they moved cameo. on from perfect dark <laughs> no it's not cameo they've got a new game i forget the name of it uh -huh. uh, i keep thinking fable but fable is over with the uh, uh playground studios um electric but playground? yeah rare is working on something epic i can't wait to see what they've but not got epic. <laughs> but, but not epic yeah geez <laughs> yeah, can't throw you can't throw the word <laughs> epic around um, you can throw it around, though, at some of the games that are in this partner showcase. One of the ones that was a nice surprise is the Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront Collection. Yeah. It's coming to Nintendo Switch with Shout 64 out to Pandemic. Player. Yeah, man. I think I might just reach out about... to some friends from Pandemic. Yeah, it's funny. Just them mentioned them at the last stream. Or just talked yeah. about Pandemic at the last stream. And then all of oh a sudden, hey, guys, remember yeah. what we worked on? Remember the OG Battlefronts? Those were so amazing. And our segments on those were just killer, man. Those yeah. were so fun to do. Jeff Keighley signing off And we threw Jeff into the maelstrom. It was awesome. Uh, if you've never watched those, hit our YouTube channel and search uh, Star Wars link. Battlefront. There'll be a link here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check those out. They're super fun. Um, 
so we're going to get the Star Wars Battlefront collection. Those will also be on the other consoles as well. So it's, you know, it's going to be available for everybody. I think those are an insta buy. Those games are amazing. They had lots of great meat for just playing and t screwing around as a single player. But if you get online yeah. and play, and they got those new are some characters. of my favorite memories. Yeah, what? I think so. Some yeah. like Kit Fistos or? Yeah, Kid Fisto and Asajj Ventress is in there. Those are some of my favorite online memories, though. I remember playing with viewers of our television show on Xbox Live, uh, and I jumped in. We were on Endor, and I jumped into an ATST, and I was just going to town on everybody, and I was just cackling. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, I, I, I found the cheat code, man. I'm just crushing everybody. I was, so, I was having so much fun. Uh, so that's one I'm looking forward to. Another Crab's Treasure, which was like this indie thing that was yeah, like uh, a Souls-like crab game where yeah. you get different shells. It looks like a, hmm. you know, like a rare kind of, you know, yeah. like rare entertainment kind of Souls-like. It looks like, it's, it looks cool. like it's going to be like, like it's going to fly under the radar a little bit, but it might be a little bit of a hit. Might be good. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it. I saw it at PAX and there was a huge line around it and they were giving out, you know, I, that's one of the things I love about PAX is that they celebrate these quote unquote smaller games in some epic ways. I think they had plushies and hoodies and all kinds of stuff and it was on big screens. It was really cool to see. Fired up to play that. That's coming out April 25th. Uh, Contra Operation Galuga is imminent. This is a remake from way forward of the original Contra game yeah. uh, with some extra additions. I'm going like to play as the robot guy. Like Contra Galaga, because it's very do Konami games coming into Do this. both. That was Namco. Yeah. <laughs> Galaga, Galuga, Galuga, Galuga. Galuga. The, the uh, demo's out now, but of course I've been in Final Fantasy you know, land, so I haven't been able to play it at all. But yeah, it looks great. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know, though. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to play that. There's also a demo for Unicorn Overlord on Switch right now, and that comes I out March you. 8th. So March is the March is loading up already. I can't mm -hmm. wait to play these games. This is from Vanillaware. It's got a um, uh, Octopath Traveler kind of vibe to it. Hand-drawn illustrations. Looks absolutely beautiful. I can't wait to play that one. Um, and then the one that's out right now, is Penny's Big Breakaway, which is yeah. developed by the people that made Sonic Mania. Sonic, yeah. And to me, this looks like Rare made a Sonic game. And I can't wait to freaking play this game. It's supposed to run really well on the Switch, but also beautifully on the Steam Deck. So I don't know which way I'm going to play it, but uh, I'm definitely downloading this and I will stream it and I'm, I'm psyched to play it. I love Sonic Mania. I thought they did an amazing job with that game. Yeah, and then, I mean, it's... what about your the grand finale? Come What's on. What's that? Endless Ocean is back. <laughs> 500 yeah. different types of underwater creatures, <laughs> including some might be mythological. I, I, uh, feel, like, I feel like it was a it was a tough sell to end the, the event on uh, yeah. Endless Ocean Luminaries or Luminous. Yeah. Um, uh, but again, like, I remember, yeah, I, think well, ben, I think Ben and I reviewed Endless Ocean. And it was like, a, it's fun, like a little game. It's like a fun experience. Is it something that's going to like blow me away? Like having just no. come off of the Skull and Bones high seas. Uh, yeah, I was like, this game, I saw some <laughs> whales and they're jumping out of the ocean all majestic. You're like, holy shit, a whale. <laughs> but another classic that's coming back, although it was um, not as grand an adventure as we hoped it would originally that was epic mickey and they're redoing it it's called rebrush but all all i've seen of it i think is just the uh the pre-rendered 
gorgeous cinema, you know, CG cinematic kind of trailer. Haven't really yeah. seen what the gameplay is. It needs to run at 60 frames per second if it's an old classic game like that. They need to kind of add some more props and things to do into the world, I think. Um, and I really hope Warren Spector is involved because that was like a passion project for him. He, he you know, here was uh, a guy that uh, helped to fashion Deus Ex and lots of these other kind of hardcore gamer games. He's a legend, a legendary game developer. And yeah. then he came out and said, I've always been a huge fan of Disney. It's a total honor of my life to be able to make a Mickey Mouse game. And then it was just OK, you know, yeah. and then the sequel was just it wasn't okay. very epic, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was just like, yeah, uh, but, you more, know, clearly, mouse. The, yeah, clearly there are people that have a lot of love for that, including the people at Disney and they're seeing the value in it. So hopefully this is done being done um, to really take advantage of the concepts. And, you know, what's yeah. interesting, you brought up Helldivers 2 and how it's not like state of the art and it doesn't really bowl you over with its fresh look, you know? Yeah. But it's the gameplay, it's the fun. And when I was streaming it, I kept thinking, this is like playing a PS3 game. This is like, you know, getting the vibe of like a really fun SOCOM type of experience. But with the, you know, 60 frames per second and the kind of bells and whistles of of modern online integration and jumping in, there's so much to mine from that era, from the Wii era, the PS3 and Xbox 360 era, where if you even just transplanted those games to modern tech, had some you know refinements had them run at 60 frames baseline they'd be amazing and yeah. load quicker right because that's what we always contended with back then were these long ass load times but now we don't have to deal with that so much i will say the load times in skull and bones though pretty damn good Just yeah wait you'll see okay no that's good pretty all good. right pretty yeah good. yeah Can't all right no that that's good so I think that kind of runs through most of the big stuff that happened this week. Was there anything that I missed? Any Anything we didn't uh, talk about? Yeah, probably the biggest piece of news. What's uh, that? If we're going to be talking about DLC. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Of course. Yes. Elven Ring, my friend. Oh, my God. Yeah, that trailer is. You're absolutely right. My apologies, everybody. I died six times watching the trailer. That's how <laughs> difficult it looked. And What's I it called? Uh, shadows like of the, the Erd tree yeah, shadows of the Erd tree yeah. shadow yeah. of the Erd tree there's um, only one shadow it only cast one shadow and it's a big ass shadow i mean it, the it, guy with creepy serpent that's like oh man i'm already like again i was like i cannot wait to fight this guy yeah i can't what i'm gonna what have are to they drinking over it from software like how do they design characters that unicorn resonate blood. like that is it unicorn unicorn blood, blood. i like their design the is Erd just tree. so across all of their games, even the mechs that they were building for Armored Core, like everything is just so fantastic. And, yeah. you know, in, in the case of these Elden Ring characters and creatures, terrifying, but stunningly beautiful. Like you're looking yeah. at them. Fire going, lions oh and pouncing. And it's yeah, just there like, was like a porcupine creature that sends out all of these light missiles and like, like just brilliant ideas and then their designers, their conceptualists and their designers just build things that are like, yeah. I know I'll never see half of these things because my my play is not up to speed to get deep into oh, the man. Elden Ring I think world. I finished but it. I, it's I and I didn't even put I only I think I finished it twice. But yeah. the, there's people out there, countless hundreds, oh, yeah. thousands of hours into this game. Yeah, They play it with their toe. Yeah, right. Or like the guy yeah. beat it with like a keyboard or something. You're like, uh, not <laughs> like a uh, like a piano keyboard. You're like, yeah, I just function all the buttons to this. 
yeah. and didn't get touched once. And like, God, man, to put that much time into a game to master it that well, I know yeah. they're excited because they're like, oh, is yeah. That, is, is that a, in your favorite games of all time list? I mean, it's, it, I don't know about favorite games of all time. It was just, it's one of those things too, like after hating on Dark Souls and Dark Souls 2 and finally learning to play Dark Souls 2, yeah. learning, lear- once you figured out, like once you've mind melded the mechanics of how to play the games, it makes yeah. the experience that much more fun. Uh, Elden Ring was easier than the original like Dark Souls for me. But like, it's one of those things when you figure it out, you feel like you've accomplished something in games. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when yeah. you're, when you're playing. I have like, not quite. Playing... I've beat a ton of bosses. I haven't beat that game. I beat a ton of bosses. I've, I'm yeah. like 30 hours in. And, oh, yeah. I, but I, yeah, it, and I do feel like a freaking God whenever I do beat them. Right. But they're like, I hit those walls and it's like, I don't know where to go. I can't beat this guy. I've tried him 50 times. <laughs> I can't beat him. And I got it's 90 that 50, new games. That 50 first time. Yeah. That 50 yeah. first time. It's like Melania, like the big boss from the last one. Like the let me solo you guy was just taking care of it for it. Like finally just getting in and like, I mean, I streamed the hell out of it. And it's just me fighting this boss for at least an hour. And I was like, I just, I'm going to get the thing. And I blocked the thing, use this. And then this comes in and you finally do it. It's like, I am so good at video games. It's all about blocking. the next boss just wipes you out. It is. It's blocking and dodging. Again, like figuring out the mechanics of how best weapons and attacks and bleed and all this other stuff you can add to all that. There's just so many different nuances of the way you can attack those games that makes it so much of a fun experience. Like Mario, you're running, jumping, hit the things, avoid the things. But this is like... It's very forgiving, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like... Even Zelda, like very forgiving. And, you know, those games are magical because there's so many ways. And Elden Ring has this as well. More so than I think the Souls games. And what was yeah. the one that we were playing uh, uh, last year, early in the year? Wu. Uh... Oh, uh, Wu Long. Yeah, it's like every every one of those games is so precise on how you attack it, and you have to do it in that particular way. Yeah. I, um, which I get and I appreciate, and I know it's. I'm, part still, of I'm, it. I'm still waiting a multiplayer on Wu Long. Yeah, I'm still waiting. You got to beat that first no. boss, man. <laughs> you know how like the flood just doesn't stop you know and all the new things come out and if I'm, I'm like five hours on one boss on a thing i'm like i have a thousand other things i could be playing and reviewing right now you know i just don't have the i i i, I would have the patience if that was the only thing i was you gonna just play. freeze time in the world yeah you give yourself some gameplay time yeah i can't do it i can't do it yeah. it just never ends yeah, so that that uh, also broke the internet, but a lot of things broke the internet this week. It yeah. was, uh, you know, not to mention these huge games, you know, not to mention what is currently playable and available. Um, the other yeah, Hell Hell Divers is literally breaking the internet. You yeah, got all the DLC that's also breaking the internet. You yeah, got things and- crossover things that are finally coming together that nobody thought would ever happen. That's breaking the internet. And Rebirth is, uh, you know, getting 94 out of 100 scores on Metacritic right now. I am freaking adoring it. I can't I'm wait absolutely... for it to be finished. Yes. Well. Because I haven't played I, any of it. Any oh, of the new. And, and I I played through Remake just before jumping into this thing again. And uh, it's amazing to transition from one to the other because it's been four years, right? And lots yeah. and lots of stuff has happened. I think it's been, it might even be more than that. But anyways, it's been some a chunk of time. And it's not just more, you know, it's a, it's a full new experience and it's really bold and it's creative choices. I've been thinking a lot about Zelda. I've been thinking a lot about uh, Elden Ring as I've been playing this. 
uh, and Final Fantasy 16. Um, but yeah, it is exceptional. And I was also absolutely staggeringly blown away by Tekken 8. I could not believe how great that game was. Uh, there's the RZ game that uh, Limited Run put together, which is this new kind of re new idea of a CDI game uh, made Ooh. in 2024. Uh, of like the old Legend of Zelda games that were made for the Philips CDI. I interviewed yeah. the uh, can't the, wait to fight some Dodongos. <laughs> well, they they made a a new good version of a game like that, and I've been I touched it, but I haven't had time to really sink in because PC? it's on everything. I've got oh. it on on Switch, but it is on PC. Um, yeah, you should check that out. It's pretty cool. And uh, what the hell? I've I've got another list of. Lots of other things that I've I've been playing. Yeah, like Skull and Bones bit review coming soon. I know on the Skull, run. <laughs> Skull and Bones. That's that's on deck. That's on deck. Let me get through Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. But we're eating well. There are tons and tons of really interesting things to be entertained by. Not to mention uh, the Avatar show just launched and Ooh, yeah, Bad Batch yesterday. just launched. Uh, uh -huh. And Bad Batch season three is insane. I've seen eight of the episodes. It's so incredible. Um, it's uh, it's crazy. It's it's so tricky to stay afloat. I mean, my job is to pay attention to all this stuff and to watch and play it and review it. Dune two is next week. It, uh. I, I can't believe how much entertainment this year has kicked off with. It's kind sure. of an insane way. Like usually, and we've had some busy years, but usually it is, you know, we we, we ease into it. I can remember many seasons of our show where it was like, okay, well, we're going to be doing a lot of previews, a lot of looking ahead, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of recaps on what happened last year, a lot of top five lists and things like, you got get some time to think, but not now. It's just like, this is awesome. Yeah. Look at this, play that, watch this, look at this, re you know, yeah. read this, you know. Are you doing a, are you doing GDC next month? I, I was going to go and I, I was I was going to go and I was excited about it. But I, honestly, because of all of these things and the other thing that's happening is and I'll be making an announcement soon. I've tweeted about it, but the classic episodes are going to be happening and they're going to be happening in a specific way. With Soul Patch, um, Victor and, Lucas? Uh, you're going to see Soul. You're going to see all eras. Sideburns, of Sideburns and Soul Patch? Side, sideburns are coming. <laughs> the uh, Seinfeld uh, Kramer shirts are coming. All of those. The sweater with the... Uh, with the band across it, many episodes of that, you know, doing reviews on the run with shorts on and the cameras looking up my shorts. That's all coming. Um, all of our hopefully goofy they're stunts. long shorts, <laughs> all of our goofy stunts and figuring out how to do uh, what we were doing, but doing it with just um, sheer joy and panic, uh, but just having a blast. So all of that is going to come uh, and I'll be announcing how we're doing it. It's going to be really fun. So if you're listening to this, do me a favor and go to the YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button, youtube.com slash EPNTV. Um, subscribe it. And then every time I tweet about the classic stuff, we don't have a marketing budget to tell people to go there. But legitimately, it's a singular thing that we're doing. There is no other t production company on earth that did what Electric Playground did, visiting these studios all the time. And all the legends are in the show. Miyamoto, Richard Garriott, Sid Meier, Ed Boone and John Tobias, David Perry. You know, the list is endless of all the people that we chatted with and talked about. And all of that work is celebrated across EP. John we're Cena. Gonna... Yeah, yeah, we had John Cena. We had everybody. I mean, everybody. Yeah, there were lots and lots of people from across other industries and media. So I need help. I need help, uh, you know, spreading the word and telling people. And, and uh, 
uh, that is going to lead to good things if lots and lots of people help me celebrate all of this stuff. So, um, uh, yeah, that's all I ask of you. Make sure that you're doing that. But so I've been busy figuring that out, and I've got all of this software to look at. And I just went to Fan Expo Vancouver and had a great time, and I only went for one day. But every time I leave, it really impacts how much scrambling I have to do to kind of get back on track. And I thought about GDC. It would be great for the podcast to go there. I would get lots of interviews, but I know that that travel time is really going to impact everything at that specific thing. So I, I am, uh, I, I am not going to go uh, this year, but I fully intend on being there next year uh, in a big way. And uh, um, I miss everybody. I want to see everybody. I'll definitely be at at uh, Summer Game Fest, and I know that IGN Live is happening in in. Uh, uh, June in Los Angeles as well. So I might be there. I might be at PAX. I might be at some of these fan expos and stuff. Uh, but I have to kind of pick the shots here about where I go. And it's all kind of dependent on all this stuff. Are you going to go to GDC? Um, it depends on my schedule. I mean, yeah. like I, I, I got a badge. I'm all ready to rock and roll. Yeah. But like I tried to go last year, but like I just, I was on daddy duty and I got to go one day and that traffic just ruined it. And I got there at the end of the day. So I just yeah. ended up going to like one of the like the inter intercontinental bar and just running into a bunch of people and saying hi and hanging out with some of the yeah. folks. Yeah, that's the thing I miss the most, you know. But unfortunately, yeah. like I I can't keep up with everything on my own, you know. I just can't keep up with everything on my own. So if I if I leave, I'll I'll get content. It will, it will be pretty fun content. But the the thing that I know that people gravitate towards are my thoughts on these games you know yeah. they really want to know and then the the publishers that i work with all the people that send me codes and stuff they want to hear my thoughts on all this stuff as well yeah. and so i have to really kind of just measure it and weigh it all but god i miss hitting the road i miss seeing everybody being I miss on doing the run these interviews yeah exactly <laughs> all right well we we covered a lot and uh there's a lot happening 2024 is a, a rocking rocking year Square Enix is on fire, man. Final Fantasy 16 was amazing. Rebirth is amazing. Remake is amazing if you haven't played that. Uh, but Rebirth is truly another level. Uh, I can't wait to review that. I will, uh, and I will have you on soon. I think we have to put a little panel together to talk about all the stuff that's going on in AI. It's getting insane. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm lots not even of here right now. This is all AI. <laughs> Everything I say, I'm just typing in. What should true. I say to Vic? What should I right. say to Vic when he asks me about this? Say this, you will sound very intellectual. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, chat GPT. How much, how much content are we going to be seeing that's that's exactly that, which is yeah. terrifying. Write oh, a review man. on this game oh. for me. Oh, man. Well, listen, great to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you all so much for listening and for watching. Let me know uh, what you think about Vic's Basement. Give us a review if you're listening to this on an audio platform. Uh, comment down below if you're on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. Give us some follows and subscriptions. Thank you, Jose. Always great to have you on the show. We'll see you soon, everybody. And until then, play forever.